Welcome everyone to the Fresh Off The Screen Podcast. This is your bi-weekly podcast where two siblings get together to talk about all things relating to film, television, sometimes music, and a sprinkle of video games. If you want to support the show, please follow, subscribe, comment, rate, and all that social media mumbo jumbo. We also have our social media channels in the description below. I'm one of your co-hosts, Aman Aman, also known as Aman. And on the other hand, we have uh, the one that will potentially get a new ship and a new show. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but basically, I'm going to make a reference to the new Star Trek show or whatever that's happening with, <laughs> with, um, with whoever that guy is. But, you could yeah, have you, you could go. have just said when what's the what's the thing what's the thing that they do um, the phasing the, thing the, is no the, the Vulcan thing right the Vulcan hello what did they say oh the some peace be with may you the, I don't know is that the thing peace, or, uh, that I know. I'm thinking may the force be with you I'm like that's just wrong yeah no but the like, peace be with you like to start off I don't know I I I get that that's like a Vulcan hello but for this podcast that's a very that's a very like uh, that's a little too chill. <laughs> It's a little too relaxed and stuff like that. We wanna we wanna hype people up when we start this episode. No, but it's like a hello, but it means something, right? Doesn't it? Live long and prosper. Is that what it is? Live long and prosper. Thank yeah. you. But see, again, that's like a little, that's too that's too intense. That's like telling people like <laughs> relax, don't die. You know, that's a, it's, it's, it's a very different universe to ours. No, no, it's not intense. It's saying you know don't die, but also live like a. Br- a brilliant life or something. I feel like in their instance, what they mean was like, don't die. It's because of how, if, like, it's because <laughs> of like the type of universe that they're in. They're always fending themselves off from another, like another like uh, set of aliens or groups or whatever somehow. So I feel like, you know, for them, it's like, no, no, this means like relax and just enjoy and then don't die, please. <laughs> I actually talking on Star Trek, I got a question from somebody recently. Um, about why I prefer Star Trek over Star Wars. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like we did an I, episode on this way back. Did we? We, we kind of briefly sure talked about did. it. I'm yeah. sure we did. But I wanted to put the question to you. If you were giving the option, which one would you choose and why? I mean, I, for me, Star Wars, because I never, like, I, I wasn't even into Star Trek until more recently, right? I never watched anything Star Trek related. I watched, I think, Star Trek, uh, the Picard one, New Generation. Oh, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When I came to Canada, when, when like, that was, like, around the time when Netflix kind of became, like, a, a bigger thing. I, yeah. But it didn't really have a lot of Netflix originals. It had a lot of, like, older stuff. And Star Trek yeah. was one of them. And I wanted something that I could just play and let play in the background whilst I'm, like, trying to study and stuff like that. So I would just kind of start playing Star Trek uh, episodes for that. And that was my first experience with Star Trek. And then it was Discovery. Otherwise, I have no experience with Star Trek. So it has to be Star Wars for me. No, but but forget about experience. Like if you look at the universes, right? Like Star Wars versus Star Trek. What kind of a universe would you like? Like oh, what kind Star of a Wars. universe makes more, I don't know, like gives you the more more of the happies? I mean, I think I think Star Wars. I think the idea behind Jedi's and like as a kid, like I just wanted to be a Jedi and just kind of you know <laughs> just thinking about like what that universe is. And the thing for me is also the music. Like there's something about like seeing a planet and having John Williams like score and music playing and kind of me imagining myself being there, which just hits differently. Whereas Star Trek, like even that, like that when I I could I watch um not Discovery. I don't know what what, what I was watching. I was watching the Orville actually. 
which is basically oh yeah yeah which is exactly yeah which is kind of like star trek right but like it kind of does like the same thing of like there's like a music that starts up where it's like almost like it sounds like it's like a national anthem that plays at the beginning of like each episode or so where you know the introduction (laughs) or the theme song it just seems very like serious it seems like something that would play in the military and then when you're there you know it's like it's very like the, the conversations, the world and everything, it just seems very muted in, from what I've seen. Discovery, again, is very different. Discovery, I've been really Disco- enjoying. Discovery is, Discovery is very different. I do want to talk about this show at some stage today, which is the Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yeah. But that's that's where I come from, from a Star Trek point of view. It's like not It's not magic. It's not some magic guy who has this force, which is like a magical unseen thing that can flow through you and make you kill people. But it's the concept of using technology in a good way for the good of mankind. Like, the, the, If you go watch the Star Trek movies, right? If you go watch Star Trek Beyond, which I don't care what people say, it's still one of the best Star Trek movies I have seen. Like they built a whole like station in space, like the gravity and, and plants and trees and animals and people. Like that's, that's us using our powers for good. Yeah, I mean, again, like that's, I, I like the idea that, oh, yeah, it's kind of, you know, built upon science and, and you know, all that stuff. But again, like there are certain things, you know, within, within even with like Star Trek in terms of it being so further into the future that I'm like, all right, this, a lot, some of this stuff doesn't make sense. Like, like there's a, I forgot, I mean, I think, I think that person was in, in Next Generation and I think they were in, in Discovery as well. But this person who kind of is like a weird, like that weird magician one, I forgot what, what that person oh, was. Oh, cute, cute. You? Okay. So like I remember like watching that episode and that was not like science or nothing. That was just, like that was something yeah, else. He was like some version I, I still don't understand what Q is actually in yeah, the lore. Yeah. Like even with Star Trek Next Generation, he was just like this annoying guy who showed up every single time and I'm like, exactly. why does he have like these weird powers? But Yeah, so so some of them some of some of it does go into like more of the magic territory. But but where I would come from is Star Trek never said that magic doesn't exist. They are just saying that in the in this in the vast universe, or the, the way I take it, I don't know if they've actually said it. The vast universe. Chances are there will be people who who communicate differently, who will work with you know um, energy in a different way. Like uh, Stargate did that as well. When yeah. you started getting into Stargate Atlantis, and then they ran into these people who um who had all this like extra technology and stuff and then they would ascend and become a part of the energy and stuff like that so it's all about talking it's it's all about like how different species are actually different across the universe yeah i mean you could be one of those people but it kind of goes back to the whole thing of like everything is very muted like when they see a new planet or something uh, they're like uh, you know, they go like, oh, make, make a note of this or whatever. They, everything is very like, you know, <laughs> by the books. Oh, and then we, you know, we permission to land or something, uh, hail this what? ship or something yes. like that. It's like when you're when you're in Star Wars, you don't you don't say hail the ship. You're just like, oh, I shoot that ship. Okay, yes they do. <laughs> yes they do. We've seen Mandalorian. Yes they do. Yeah, okay, Mandalorian. But I'm talking about like <laughs> the, maybe the Jedi. Even Mandalorian. Where it's like so many times, <laughs> it's like you're going to like a planet and you're like, all right, we're going to planet with this purpose. In this case, it's like, at least from like the, the some of the uh, Discovery, obviously, is kind of season two and season three is like a little bit kind of going off the rails with some of the story stuff. But right. usually when you watch like Next Generation, 
It's like, all right, what do we do today? We're going to explore. Oh, what is this new planet? Oh, cool. Planet, new planet. Let's like land and, and talk to people. Oh, it's a planet, but it's like set in the 1950s or whatever. Oh, what do we do? We got to be careful. It's like, it's stuff like that. Where Star Wars is like, there's people with lightsabers. Yeah, they're like fighting each other. There's good versus evil, you know? There's but like, it's such it's a so good grand. thing though. Like you can't, you can't rush somebody's technological advancement. It's like Biff getting the sports almanac in Back to the Future and a company yeah. of giving that reference. It's like, you can't know what's going to happen because well, I, it, it, I it totally get that. I totally the get total that. normal order of things. So yes, if, if, uh, if a planet isn't advanced yet, you can't give them weapons because they will only use the weapons for one thing. But I, I'm just saying like, I totally get that. But if I'm, if I'm spending like a Sunday evening watching something, I want to watch like <laughs> lightsabers fighting rather than be like, okay. oh, cool. They went to a planet and it's set in like this generation or whatever. Oh, I wonder if they'll give them technology or Oh, they won't give them That's, good on them. That, that, is, story. <laughs> that is very reductive. And that is not what Star Trek's <laughs> all about. Insane. Actually, the Orville did the, Orville did the exact same thing. <laughs> Orville had the exact same episode, I remember. In saying that, I mean, the, I, I cannot talk about the show highly enough. Like, the Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Like, you've seen Star Trek Discovery. So you've seen season yeah. two with uh, Captain Pike. Yeah. And this is effectively following Captain Pike and Spock and, and number one uh, going through, like, their own adventures. Like, basically on the Enterprise pre-Captain Kirk. Yeah. And I, like, it's... A, I, I you, you know this, and I've said this on the podcast as well. I hate... The whole, oh, we will release one episode a week. This is the one show that I actually go and watch one episode a week. Because I'm like, I cannot wait until it's all out. I will watch it right now. Yeah, I it mean, it looks, it looks good. And I like I like the characters from the Discovery as well, like when I was watching that. So I'm, I'm definitely going to watch this. Like I think if you were to ask me now how I would rate all the captains in Star Trek, Captain Pike would go on the top of the list. Okay, fine. Oh, wow. Chris Pines, Captain Kirk is the top of the list. Number two is Captain Pike by Anson Mount. Yeah, I mean, Chris Pine did a good job. I, I really hope they make a new movie. They are talking about it, which I am really, really, you know, keeping my fingers and toes crossed because I, like, that cast came together so well. And Carl Urban is just, like, in everything and he's always so great in everything. It's ridiculous. But... Yeah, Carl Urban's stock has risen considerably <laughs> since then right like not that it wasn't high already like with yeah. all of the stuff but um but we'll, we'll get back to carl urban but i will say if you can watch star trek strange new world it's on paramount plus definitely definitely worth a watch and no, i like i've liked the storyline so far like it's actually it, it'll be for for old fans there'll be a few there are a few like throwbacks uh when you're like i know that name and i won't tell yeah. you what name that is but it's 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 a lot of um and and captain pike is very much like captain kirk yeah okay. I, I, I definitely want to i definitely like want to watch it exactly i definitely want to watch it i think that's like next on the list for sure like and, and oh, yeah. because i just like the characters to begin with when they were in discovery and i like that they were like found a way to be like you know what We'll stay aboard the ship for like a little bit longer. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, stay stay on board for a while. I know. Please stay. Please stay. Yeah. But I think that's and that's why I really I I really love this idea. Like uh, every review that I'm reading, which I fully agree with, is is taking Star Trek back to the roots, which is what we liked. Yeah, right? an episode a week. Yes, you may have something larger over you know hanging over it, 
But yeah. it's not like Star Trek Discovery where they spend the entire season trying to find the red dots or whatever. So yeah. it's yeah, I, I'm like I I I cannot talk about this enough. I just I loved it so much. I love it so much. No, definitely. I mean, and on the other end, I guess we can talk about like Obi Wan Kenobi for like a second. I know you haven't yes. watched it, but like I've I've been watching that, and yeah, like it's a I I, I mean I just love it because. My introduction to Star Wars was through the prequel series, technically. Like, I, I did watch uh-huh. the older ones around the same time. But the prequel series was what, like, I grew up with. And, like, I just fell in love with, you know, with Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Anakin's story and everything like that. So, for me to kind of have a show which is set right after Episode 3, where a lot of questions were unanswered, right? Episode 3 to Episode 4 is a huge gap where, you know, Obi-Wan is, like, super young in Episode 3. And then episode four, when Luke is there, everything that's like 20, 30 years later and, and, and whatnot, or, and like Luke is all older and everything like that. Too. Not, not old, but like Luke is older, right? So for me, like this is like so much unexplored stuff that obviously they've done like in like animated shows and everything like that. But this is like a proper series. And of course it's being done with arguably one, arguably like the, you know, one of the greatest like Jedis or, or like <laughs> one of the most popular Jedis out there, right? Like I'm surprised they haven't, Found a way to do something with Qui Gon Jinn yet? Who knows? Maybe Liam Neeson is in, is in talks yes, with them. But please. like, I like that they've done this and they're already kind of wanting to. They, the idea was that this was just like you know a one season kind of a thing, but because of the popularity, I think they're looking at like yeah. them continuing it. And I'm like, yeah, they should honestly continue it all the way until episode four or the the pre, the, the original series. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I would be more than happy to see what happens up to that point because a lot happens up to that point. Well, you can even take it right up to Rogue One, for example, because we know yeah. what happens after Rogue One. Rogue One is effectively yeah. leading into Episode Four. Exactly, a- another great movie, by the way. But I wanted to ask you. So I, I have not watched Episode Three of the prequels. Um, so what would you tell me as a cliff note, so I know going into watching Kenobi? Yeah, I mean, Cliff Notes is basically and this is like spoiler a, alert, but like I don't really... even know. We don't even need to give a spoiler for this. It's such an old. It's like two thousand five. <laughs> I think that's when it came out. I remember that was it was around the time when we moved to Thailand. I remember that. Yes, yes. That's, okay, it that came makes out sense. Like like very very soon after. Probably so why it was, I missed it. Was it. Really, like seventeen years ago. Like yeah, whatever. You don't. We don't need no spoiler warning for this. But like <laughs> we're gonna go through it. Episode three. Basically, uh, Anakin gets pulled to the dark side because of. His mom dying. I think it happened at the beginning of the show. His his mom gets, I think, captured by uh, someone or whatever at the planet. And then obviously she dies, causes more anger in him. There's something that Mace Windu and Yoga, Yoda, Yoga, Yoda, Yoda had already <laughs> kind of had already kind of noticed in him. And they, that's why they didn't want him to become a Jedi to begin with. And Qui-Gon Mace, was like, nope, no. Mace Windu was Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. Samuel L. Jackson. With the character. purple lightsaber. Yes. I know. I'm surprised they haven't done a you know what? As I'm saying it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're talking to him about it too. I'm uh, pretty obviously. sure we'll see a, we'll see, we'll yeah, see a series sure with uh, Samuel Jackson as well. But basically, like, that's like the idea. Like, he gets more and more hate within him. And the the vice chancellor, who we find out is actually Emperor Palpatine, is kind of, yeah. you know, whispering in his ear of at the same time of, like, come, you know, come to the dark side. We'll give you so much power. And then all this pain that you have will kind of go away. But obviously, in order to do that, we need to make sure that you're the most powerful one and all that stuff. All that led to him basically, vice chancellor who already is and technically just use it as a way of like he's already like the leader of like the military groups in a, in a sense. So he basically takes control of all the, the the clone troopers and everything like that, and obviously gets Anakin to convert to the dark side. 
Um, this they they do Order sixty six or whatever, which is basically an order that gets sent out to kill all Jedi's, including Whoa. the younglings, which is like a thing that like became like a meme over time. Yeah, like him kill the younglings. So basically, the idea is that we're gonna sweep and kill all the Jedi's, and of course, we know from the story that you know Yoda and Obi Wan survive. Um, at the end of the whole thing, Obi Wan and, and Anakin have like a huge fight, huge back and forth. Uh, and the, the whole again, again, another meme where they're like in this lava area, and Obi yeah. Obi Wan has the high ground. He's like, I have the high ground, and he's like, you underestimated underestimated my power. Anakin jumps up, he slices him like two or three times. He falls down. <laughs> it was it was it was when you look at it back, it's like okay, it's kind of like funny <laughs> a, little, a little bit, but basically he slices and dices. Anakin like loses an arm and a leg or whatever, and he's kind of okay. like burning in in the lava. Obi Wan screams like you you were the chosen one, you were the one that was supposed to like fix this, not become them. And I kind of leaves. We find out Emperor Palpatine comes, rescues Anakin, and they put him in like a tube, whatever, fix him, whatever they can. Becomes Darth Vader because that's the only way to kind of keep him alive in that huge suit, which is why he had the whole breathing apparatus and right, whatnot. Right. Uh, Obi Wan goes, obviously finds out that Padme is is pregnant with Anakin's kids. And that was another reason for like the whole um, him becoming evil because he wanted to protect his kids and stuff like that, or protect yeah, his family. Yeah, that's a fun way was... to do that. Good job. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, he never like killed his kids. The idea was he was protecting it from everything else. Again, it's like a whole like thing. But basically, Padme dies giving birth. So, but they want to. They want. They know that these kids come from Anakin and the power that he holds. So they want right. to make sure that they're protected. They decide for whatever reason that let's separate them. One will go to a senator who is going to take care of, who's like a close friend of Padme oh, no. and raise them as, as as their own, which is why she becomes Princess Leia because that's she was grown in royalty. The other one goes to Luke's uncle, which technically doesn't make sense because what, wouldn't that be the first place where Anakin looks being like, hey, he's related to him. Maybe he has my son. But, I don't know. But, Again, why does Luke have an, but how does Luke even have an uncle? Because I thought his mom was his only family. I think it's from, I, I think it's from somewhere, maybe Padme's side. I don't know. Look, I, there's a lot of, there's oh. a lot of holes. Like in all honesty, George Lucas made the the original series without thinking about all this. You can tell. Yeah. So yeah. All, when it became so popular, he was like, "Ah, uh, okay, I just slot this in here. Whatever, <laughs> let's just go with it. You know, let's not ask too many questions." So basically, the, that person it goes to Owen, uh, who again at that time was a, not a very well known actor, but he's a very famous Australian actor, uh, something Edgerton. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff now, and he's also in this in this uh, series as well, which is awesome. So, Joel Edgerton, right? I think it might be him. Yeah, it might no. Be him. Yeah, so he's Uncle Owen. Okay. So basically, that that's the gist of it. And then I've, all the Jedi are in hiding. That's kind of the main idea, including Obi Wan. So Obi Wan is in hiding because if you're a Jedi and you get found out, you will get killed. And that's episode three. <laughs> that's honestly okay. all you need to know, and you can jump so- into Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay, no, so look, this makes this makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Like, I, it kind of fits in with what I thought happened in this, so that's that's definitely helpful. But this is where this, this stuff loses me always, right? And when you watch Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, I want to have another conversation about this. But why does nobody in this superhero, you know, weird sci-fi world ever think that these people need therapy? <laughs> he lost his mom. He was afraid of losing his family. He went on a killing spree and killed all these kids and all the other Jedi. Then all he needed was to be sure that he wasn't going to lose the rest of his family as well. Well, I mean, uh, his work insurance probably doesn't cover it. So 
We want you to recover. Jedi Council is a little cheap, let's be honest. But no. look, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, like the, the idea is that the the which Anakin they saw power. I think that's the key thing. They didn't, they weren't completely sure as to which side that power would lay. Right. The idea right. was that the, this person could be the person that helps them win the war and be, essentially, in a sense, bring peace to the universe. Obviously, yeah. because of what was happening to him. And, and obviously the anger that he had built in, right? Being raised as 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 a slave and his and his mom as well, knowing what she's going through, and he got a chance to leave the planet, but his mom can't, you know. So like knowing all that, all this anger and and stuff built in him, which caused all this. So it's just in between I, again. I understand that. In, 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 in I understand that, but I keep going back to this is exactly why Mace Windu and Yoda said not him. This is exactly, exactly why. <laughs> the Qui Gon like, messed everything up. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but but the problem is quite quite. But I honestly, and this is not a slight to Obi Wan Kenobi in any way, right? I honestly think if Qui Gon was around and had trained Anakin, things may have been different. Because yeah. even in that equation of Qui Gon and Obi Wan, there was always the level of Obi Wan was the cowboy of the lot. While Qui-Gon always had like a larger plan. He was playing chess in his brain. He knew what was happening. So yeah. it would have been a different thing learning from that guy and to think about things that way versus this cowboy type dude who wants to do everything the right way, but he doesn't. And that's just my my take on it all. Yeah, I mean, Qui-Gon, like that's it. Qui-Gon Jinn was, you know, the person that was training Obi-Wan. So the reason that Obi-Wan is so powerful to begin with is because of him. So you can kind of see where like that like comes from, right? At the same time, I mean, if Qui Gon was so powerful, why did he why did he get killed? You know what I'm saying? Like at that. At that well, point, okay, no, but he, he was he was <laughs> facing a Sith Lord. Like, come on, like that was the yeah, hardest I, death I to mean, deal Obi -Wan, with. Obi Wan, Obi Wan killed though. I'm just saying, Obi Wan, Obi Wan was able to get through. You know, a little slice and done. Okay, now now tell me this. This is the this is this, uh, uh, we should not be talking about this for so long. But um, this is what I want to know. Now, this guy has just gone and killed all the younglings, has killed yeah. all the other Jedi, has been a part of that. He's gone over to the dark side. You're telling me that Obi-Wan is so stupid that he will not make sure that Anakin is dead? Well, if you see the last scene, like Anakin, first of all, has like no arm and a leg and he's like right on the lava and the lava is slowly coming up to him. Yeah, so wait like, until he the lava's taken him. Hello. Okay, but like this is supposed this is supposed to be the person that was technically at that point like his son, right? Almost like son slash brother, almost, right? So the idea <laughs> is that he doesn't want to witness that. He doesn't want to witness someone that was so close to him, someone that he loved, like dying. So he's not gonna be like, yeah, let me make sure. Let me yeah, poke if, you if the <laughs> if the roles were reversed, Anakin would have killed him, thrown him in the lava, and walked away. But that exactly because Anakin has been taken over the dark side, right? Obi-Wan isn't. Obi-Wan is more more like a human, more more understanding. Whereas Anakin was like, oh, a youngling? Yes, kill him. Well, no problem. It's no. all good. <laughs> But that's <laughs> yeah. See, this is this is why Star Wars never makes sense in my head because they put too much power in the hands of these people with this magical thing running through their veins. But what it doesn't allow is for regular people to go. I can do something as well, or I should do something as well. Like this isn't the only answer. But I mean, that's the thing that they tackle that a little bit in the show as well, which is really great. It's like obviously, like people are at the same time, you know, in a sense, annoyed. 
that, hey, you're, you're the Jedi. You're the ones that are supposedly given this power yeah. somehow, right? There's no rhyme or reason to it. That's kind of, I think we saw that in The Mandalorian or maybe with Boba Fett. But I remember seeing in some show where they kind of meant, it, they kind of show it, or maybe it was in the movie. Where it, they was in the, show that, it was in the episode eight before J.J. Yeah. Uh, Abrams took back episode nine and then messed the whole thing up. Yeah, that so was in Ryan when, Johnson's when they had the kid who was sweeping and he showed. Yeah, the there you go. The, but that that was kind of the whole key aspect of it was that like, anyone can technically be the like that's kind of how I liked it was that anyone can te- kind of technically be the je- be a Jedi, and right. you know sometimes you're raised within it, but like they kind of keep implying it in a way like that you just need to understand how the Force works, and it's all about like look at like Luke or Leia, right? They it's not like when they were growing and you saw, we saw Leia being able to use the force in, in uh, the movies like yeah, later on. Yeah. Right. And we, no one knew that. Everyone was like, yeah, like Luke, how, how is Luke the one that can use it? And then we finally see it, right. That Leia is also able to use it. And it's all about having that ability and that knowledge. So like, that's the thing that I feel like uh, Ryan Johnson did a good job of saying that like anyone can be a Jedi. It's not exactly. just these few people. But, but that's exactly where I felt like he was going. Like we never had to think of Ray as coming from a pedigree. Ray was a child left to protect herself for whatever reason. But at the end of the day, she became one with the power because she just had that affinity. Great. Yeah. Um, and they made such a big deal about her being Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter and all of that crap, which just... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get it, but like this is this is why I find Star Wars movies massively repetitive, like just massively yeah. repetitive. Like there is the, basically everything that happened in the first three episodes happened in the next three and then happened in the next three as well. I but know I was not happy don't with actually that either. Show you, what they don't actually show you is what happens when you win, what happens when you actually have the good people in charge. Yeah. And I mean, the, the cool thing, I know that uh, people initially would hate on the prequel series, but now the prequel series is a lot more like loved because I think now having seen the new episodes, people yeah. realize that, wait, J.J. Abrams, uh, other than the Ryan Johnson one, right? J.J. Abrams literally just said, what did George Lucas do in like the 1970s or 80s? Exactly. Let's just do that again. But like, you know, everything, everything was beat by beat. I'm like, dude, you're just copying the initial movies and doing it, doing it again. But George Lucas with the prequel series actually did something new. And like now people are finally being like, oh yeah, so I do like the Pico series, you know? And like that's why people like wanted the Obi-Wan show and everything like that. So I just find it funny how people are realizing like, yeah, you know what? This, this new, <laughs> the, the new episodes weren't the, the best it's and the Pico series was actually pretty good. Like, I, but I, and I get it. Like, I think this is, this is where, this is where my fundamental problem with Star Wars always comes about. Like, I, I get the concept. And, and look, Star Trek isn't much better. Like, Star Trek's, like, the result of it all, but it doesn't actually show you how you got there. Like, it it, 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 it has throwaway references to, you know, World War Three or Four or something like that and things like that before you get yeah. to where they are. Um, same with Expanse. Like, another thing that Expanse did really well was sort of show the reality of how this thing actually would happen. If you had somebody like the UN in charge, who was in charge of the military, yeah. Would they rule for Earth? Would they rule for other planets? How would they actually deal with this? That's yeah. probably the most realistic sci-fi show I've seen. Yeah, expand. Also, I'm the hardest continued. to binge watch. Yeah, uh, that's also really the tough. hardest to binge watch because it's actually really, it's hard to see that because reality is we won't have Star Trek in our lives or even Star Wars. What we are gonna see is something like The Expanse. Yeah, so I quickly wanted to bring up because we were talking about Star Wars. Um, there's like a comic book I picked up called 
Saga. So I have obviously have it like here. You can't see the video, but like I I got it on on Amazon. This is volume one because I was just looking online for like graphic novels because mm-hmm. I've been watching The Boys. I'm watching Umbrella Academy. You know, like I was like I'm like kind of liking obviously the, the the you know these shows and they come from this actual source material which is like these graphic novels which are not like they're like oh they're comic books. But they're more like a book. They're actually pretty thick, and it's like each is like yeah. a volume, and it you know it's like a, something that you actually have to kind of digest. And it's pretty cheap as well. It's like usually like ten, fifteen dollars something like that. Hmm. Um, but Saga was one of the one of the um, comic books or graphic novels that has been getting really good reviews. And the authors um, Brian K. Vaughan and Fiona Staples uh, took a lot of inspiration from Star Wars. And basically, I'm assuming yeah. you know Star Wars, Dune, stuff like that. And I've I've I read probably like twenty to thirty pages. Of it, um, obviously, you know the comic book and everything like that. It's like really awesome, like the artwork and everything. But it is, it is really cool. It's basically, like so far, it's about like from my understanding, it's about two people from different planets of sorts, and they're not supposed to be together. Um, the the book okay. starts off with them having a kid, and what that kind of means for them, and it's basically kind of starting up with um fa- different factions kind of wanting their heads in a sense because of what's happening and everything that that's happening around them obviously i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like say too much just because i'd rather people like check this out but if you like mm-hmm. dune if you like star wars stuff like that um saga volume one th- that's what i did i was like i bought like a couple of more i bought like a few other um graphic mm-hmm. novels which i haven't read yet but i bought the volume one for each of them being like let me try let me try these let me fo- nice. see what this is like i can easily see this becoming a tv show uh in the near future okay. because it's really good I'll I'll look it up. I'm I'm always happy to read new books, and I actually yeah. did really like Dune, the books and the movie. Yeah, so this so, is I mean this is something that you will definitely enjoy as well, and I think you can buy the buy this, or if you're on Amazon, I think you can download something called Comics Comicsology, which is something that Amazon okay. owns, where you pay a subscription fee, and I think you you get this included, or you pay like a okay. small fee basically, but it's really cool. Like if you have an iPad. It's really cool because um, the way the app works is it zooms in on that specific section, and then kind of when you press oh. next, it goes to the next one. Rather than you know how you have the entire comic book strip all yeah, in front yeah, of you, yeah, you have to do both like, books, yeah. So like the if you're an iPad on the app, it zooms in on those specific ones as you go, so it kind of hides things in a way, which is really cool. I might look that look that up actually, because uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I have any more space left in my bookshelves, so uh, maybe it is time to go electronic for these things. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, for the first but one, if you like, up. you can if if you see it, just buy it, buy the first volume, yeah, yeah, see yeah. if you even like it, and then you can actually invest in it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I I will, and I I haven't really gotten much into comic books, but I know what you're talking about, like. We're not talking about the Marvel type comic books. These are more story based, but graphic novels. Yeah, and I mean the Marvel from from what I was reading, there's like a Marvel um series called Sabretooth, which is obviously Sabretooth, yep. the character from Marvel. Like, and I mean that's supposed to be amazing, um, because I was just looking at like okay. the top ten comic books that's been rated this year and stuff like that, and that came up, and there was another Marvel one I think I forgot which one. Uh, so there are Marvel ones, but I'm just so. Just done with Marvel right now. There's just so much being yeah, I know. Marvel wise that I. That's why something like Saga. There's like a horror one that I got as well, which is sort of like horror thriller is thriller ish okay. by by DC, but it's not it's not superhero, nothing related with the superhero landscape. It's like it's like a own right. separate thing. So I'm like I'm really into this sort of stuff, like uh, that, like Umbrella Academy, like the boys, which obviously have to do with technically people with powers, but it's something 
new and different. different. I'm I'm very done with any I, even if it's something DC related. I just don't want to watch it. I'm very done with superhero stuff right now. I look. I I'm not. Uh, DC is a bit of a mess right now. Actually, um, yeah. Who knows if the Flash movie is ever going to come out? At this I think stage. They, I think they still might release it and then they'll kind of remove Ezra Miller. So I mean, for people that don't know, you can obviously look this up. Ezra Miller yeah. has obviously just gotten uh, gotten themselves uh, into a lot of trouble, into a lot of trouble, a lot right. of you know things being raised about them, and it's basically put DC in a predicament right now of they put a lot of money in the Flash. They put a lot of money in the Flash because have, this was supposed have, to be their cameos, like massive cameos coming out. Yeah, they, because this was supposed to be their Spider Man, right? And unfortunately, you know. Ezra Miller's personal life, it, it is just a mess right now. Um, and, you know, we, we obviously don't need to go into more details about that. But in yes. terms of, you know, DC and stuff, I honestly don't think they should be uh, keeping Ezra Miller on as Flash. I do think that, you know, this is like, I just don't see how they think they can have a big marketing campaign, release the Flash, right? And then be like, oh, by the way, we're going to pull pull this person away. You know, it's it just. But how are they going to do even a marketing campaign? Because every interviewer is going to ask them one question. They, they're well, I not don't even... going to be able to like blacklist that. They're not. They're not going to be able to say, "Don't ask this question." But I don't think they can even ask. They they will be allowed to do any interviews. I doubt Ezra Miller will where, be allowed to do any. Yeah. That's where I'm coming from, right? So, like for example, um, Anthony Starr got into some legal trouble in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple, right? Like, I mean, like from when you read about it, when you read about what he did, obviously we'll talk about the boys as well. But is this is such a homelander thing to do? Because I, I, I remember yes. I was reading something where he literally said, again, it could be wrong, could we paraphrase or whatever. But apparently he said, like, do you know who I am? Or like something of that sort. Not exactly something that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. It was something something yeah. of the sort that, yeah, like you don't know who you're messing with kind of a thing. And I was just like, like, dude, you're not homelander. Like, chill out. <laughs> this is, this well, is real life. But that's what I'm like talking about. Like, I think I, I'm surprised that a lot of people didn't talk about this. This happened like literally earlier this year. Yeah. And and I think what we are seeing is that like I've seen a lot of interviews for the boys, like on YouTube and everything. Um it, it maybe it came maybe it came up, maybe it got cut out. But uh however they've managed to smooth it out, I'm massively impressed that they did that. But the thing, like, I, I think the, the thing, the difference was that um, Anthony Starr is in a very popular TV show uh, that's yeah. on a streaming service, but that's it, right? Whereas Ezra Miller has been in a number of movies, including Fantastic Beasts, including the something, something Wallflower, I forgot that name. It was something, it was like a very long-winded name, but it was a movie that received a lot of, you know, uh, good, like, critics, like, loved it and everything. And of right. course, was part of Justice League, was flash you know like or right now currently is a flash so basically exactly. like there's a lot a bigger microscope on them as opposed to anthony star because when you look at what anthony star did yeah. if he was in the same kind of like you know movie landscape he would definitely be in trouble people would be like okay let's drop him whereas in this case anthony star like punched the yeah i'm i'm looking at that I'm, i just looked it up so i think he got into a fight in a bar with somebody yeah, and, and basically, um, a chef, really right? Drunk. The chef. 
Yeah, exactly. He got really drunk. The chef came out, and then he punched the chef. And and I think the good thing that I'm looking at right now is I think with like he had an interview with New York Times where he's gone and said, "Look, I got myself into a situation that was negative, reacted poorly. Uh, You need to take ownership of it, which I do, and then learn from it and move forward." Yeah, like I mean, obviously, uh, like it was a drunken accident. Yeah. And 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 I'm I'm not I'm not saying you should ever do that, but at least. He's come out, he's gone, look, it is what it is. It's happened. You can look up the details. There's nothing I'm going to be able to add to that. All I can say is that I'm going to take accountability for it. Exactly, right? That, and I think, sometimes I think, a sincere apology does help. Or like Ezra Miller, their stuff is a little bit, you know, I think too far for an apology uh, right. in terms of the, the reports and everything that are coming out. But in this case, you know, like Anthony Stark got drunk, you know, did something, like I think the chef also came out being like, yeah, you know what, like I'm, I'm okay. I have no ill will towards um, exactly, exactly. Like that. So, so I think obviously they must have like talked behind the scenes as well. He must have apologized to the chef, right? I think that's like the key thing, and that's why people are kind of sort of able to move on. Right. But for me, it was just like that inkling of of Russell Crowe that I just saw in my yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know too much about Russell Crowe, but I just remember growing up as well that there will be always things about Russell Crowe that were coming out. And I feel like, um, <laughs> I forgot who it was. It was some comedian. I think it was, it, it must, must have been Re- Rebel Wilson because I think Rebel Wilson said that I think she got a, a scholarship for, for Nicole Kidman's like thing, like some scholarship uh-huh. that allowed her to kind of, you know, go get into uh, like the Hollywood landscape and everything like that. I think she saw Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe like sitting down, like having like food or whatever. And she wanted to come say like, you know, thank you to Nicole Kidman for the, about the scholarship. Obviously some of these actors, they don't, they don't even know, right? The scholarship right, right. or whatever, but it's most cases you would hope they do. So she obviously wanted to just come like say thank you. And I just remember her being like, I, I was going there and like Russell Crowe just told me to fuck off. Something like that. And I just, <laughs> and I just, I just remember that very vividly. And that was like the story about <laughs> Russell Crowe all the time with literally everything. It'll be like, Oh yeah, Russell Crowe got in trouble here. Russell Crowe did this. So, and like it, with Anthony Starr, I can see the same thing of like, okay, this is a person that obviously has received a lot of fame now. Um, yeah, Homelander and the boys are just, are just such a huge thing. And now you know it's it's a little bit going to their head a little bit right now. And in the drunken moment, them being like, you don't know who you're messing with. I'm like, yeah. wow, <laughs> wow. We've, but I, I, I look. I, it sounds like it was isolated. I mean, hopefully it's isolated. Yeah. I, unfortunately, with 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 Ezra Miller, it doesn't sound like it. And, oh yeah, it was. And look, Warner Brothers. This is the problem, right? Warner Brothers and Justice League. There seems to always be something going on. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand what what what's the thing. I don't understand why it's cursed. Uh, maybe they need to bring in Kevin Feige or something. I don't know. Like maybe they just need to do that. Like they yeah, had, I mean, they had somebody in Zack Snyder, and then they were weird about it. So, yeah. how how are you going to have a vision? I know. I mean, I think the problem is that, like, obviously, you know, with Amber Heard now Ezra Miller, there's just so much happening on the DC side that on their on their end, you just kind of go like, okay, wow, like they were they they were trying. They were like, you know what? We got the Rock. We're getting Black Adam coming out. Black Adam trailer comes out. People don't really like it. Black Adam trailer was very. So, so I watched it as well. And I was like, okay, this like, looks like the most generic of generic superhero films of all time. And then obviously all this stuff happens, you know, with Amber Heard, with Ezra Miller. It, it's just kind of gotten to a point where DC and like the people up there are like, like, what, what do you want from us? Like, what do you want? Like, can we just right. get 
some, can we just get a some, Can we just get some people that can play these roles and we have nothing surrounding it so we can just move forward and actually build a universe? Well, I, I, I don't know. Like, I maybe maybe Marvel was just better at putting things under the carpet because statistically yeah, the chances of nobody actually having such a situation are low. But in saying that, maybe maybe there is something that they were very clear about from the beginning. But yeah, uh, but I think that's where where it is, and like people are being held to a higher standard now, and that's not a bad thing. That's a very very good thing, and they should be held to a higher standard. You are somebody that little kids are going to be looking at and and taking you know and taking note. You don't want them to think that this is the right behavior at any stage. Yeah, I mean exactly, and I think that the thing is when you're when you're playing a superhero, a lot of people look up to you, right? And Right. I mean, I can look back into when I first started, when I first watched Batman, you know, and, and seeing Val Kilmer, uh, even mm-hmm. George Clooney, I know that people don't like him, but obviously, like, I was like, <laughs> super little, but like, for me, my, my proper Batman was, you know, Christian Bale, and, right. you know, seeing right. Christian Bale and everything like that, and that made me fall in love with not only the character, but also Christian Bale as an actor and what he was able to do since then, uh, and obviously, for me, I was a little bit older at that point where he had that whole... Uh, blow up that people kind of make memes about at on the Terminator set where you know I right, think he was right. like, shooting a scene and 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 something something happened with the lighting and he just kind of lost it on set. But that was like obviously that was that was that that was like his worst thing that had happened at that point. Someone who was a superhero was you know him getting mad, being like I'm trying to focus on a scene and this happened and like he's getting mad and people made jokes about that. But when you see other people that you are supposed to look up to, I don't know about Anthony Starr with the boys. I don't. I hope people don't look up to Homelander. But <laughs> with these other Marvel DC heroes, when you have people that are and kids who are looking up to you, right? And then you hear like they're doing all this like stuff on the outside, it does affect these kids. So I, I do think DC and Marvel does, uh, I think Marvel and Disney do a good job because yes. they're like very much like either if this, this something's happened, nope, we're not going to take this person on. Or if that, like you said, right. maybe they're hiding it, who knows? But I feel like even they can't hide everything just because of the way the internet works. But I think it's just very much making sure that they have yeah. done their work to find the right people. And if, this, if these people have these problems, they're like, yep, no, cut it off. The fact that DC, after everything that's come out about Ezra Miller, still hasn't said, like, yeah, you know what? We're recasting. You know what? We're doing right. this. And it's just, oh, there's a report that Warner Brothers is thinking about. I'm just like, dude, are you serious right now? Like, I, but that's that exactly... disappoints me as a DC fan that I'm like, like you have actual reports now that this is right. what's happened. And rather than, you know, I guess a lot of money that you put into Flash, but rather than being like, yeah, no, this person has done some terrible things. We should probably not release this movie or recast. We can find a way we'll do something, come out and say say something. Instead, they're just being quiet. And I'm just like, no. Nah, I is- mean, look at the movie that got reshot um, when Kevin Spacey got arrested. They got yeah. in Christopher Plummer to do the entire movie. Um, and I, I'm sure that this is a little bit more complicated. This is more effects and all of that fun stuff. But um, but again, it comes back to due diligence, doesn't it? Like, I don't know what kind of due diligence Marvel does, but some of the reports coming out are, are for things that started four, five, six years ago. Yeah. Right? So you're telling me that a proper private investigator couldn't have figured that stuff out? And yeah, that's I mean, obviously- where that's where the things get a little bit blurry and, and you're and I'm with you. Not that I thought the James Gunn thing was absolutely the right thing to do. It was the stupidest thing they did. But 
they've always been decisive. Gina Carano, they were very, very decisive. They're like, look, it's done. They're no longer going to be working on this. It is what it is. And yeah, they I mean, have exactly. to stand by those decisions. I mean, that, that's the key thing, right? And that's kind of the thing that, who knows, maybe it's, it's about to come or whatever, and, and they're just kind of figuring out stuff on their end of like, who can we bring in? You know, is there another actor that can that we can slot in ASAP and get them? You can. Uh, You've got the dummy. TV Flash. Make him the Flash. I mean, I don't. I, I doubt they'll do that because they already kind of did the whole split universe thing with that. But <sighs> like, who knows, right? They, they I'm, I'm sure there are there are lots of actors in the wings the that are just actors, waiting. Yeah. And like, and you know, and, and the key thing is for them to come out and be like, yeah, no, we we need to take a stand with this right now. We right. will if we need to delay the movie further. We can delay. It's not coming out this year. It's coming out next year either way. Delay it. I, I'm not, I, I, it's not like I'm like itching at the, at the tip of my fingers of like, oh my God, I need to quickly go and buy the new flash tickets or whatever. I do not care. I literally do not care when it comes. I'll watch it. So take your time, fix this, make sure that, you know, like you're taking a stand on this and, and get someone that is I mean, worthy he, of this role. Literally all they had to do was come up with a statement saying, look, we're investigating this. For now, we've stopped all work on the film. That's all they had to do. Yeah, they would have so got I'm, a lot more goodwill by just saying that than leaking reports of the higher-ups having a conversation about it. Exactly. And I, I think that's that's kind of the, the the thing that I'm just like, yeah, see, D, DC will... Batman at least is doing great. I'm glad Rob Patterson and that Batman was simply amazing. I still haven't so seen that movie, by the way, so I still yeah, have you to. Need to. You definitely need to watch it because, yeah, like that is the thing that keeps me going, honestly, because I the, knowing that, knowing how great that was, I'm like, there's something. At least there's something. Actually, there. and they're making a new Joker movie, which is great. Although I still haven't seen the first one, so yay. Um, yeah, you need to watch. You to... Will, when you watch both of them, oh my god, it's gonna be a trip. <laughs> but I think, honestly, every time you still say Robert Pattinson, I now think of Tenet. So at least the yeah. Twilight bit has gone out of the brain. So I gotta, I gotta give him props for that. I know. When you see this, you'll, you'll, you'll think more Batman. You'll be, you'll be very right. accepting because he did a, he did a great job. Like yeah. I was, I was. Pleasantly surprised. I'm waiting for it to pop up on the streaming services. It still hasn't. It it's already on. It's been on for like a few months now. Not not on, on any on of our hours. Not on our side. Like, uh, Australia's for, a bit us, behind. Like, yeah. So like whatever your equivalent to HBO Max is, it will be there already. Not yet. I checked the other day. So it sounds like they're holding some things back. Yeah. So like, like in the our Suicide case, Squad I, I, I and back. everything popped in here, but Dune Part One still hasn't popped in. Okay, I mean, if it's, so if it's, it's that weird. delayed, I doubt Batman will come anytime soon. You might as well what? just buy, buy the buy the Blu-ray or something and just watch yeah, it on your PlayStation. What am I gonna play it? Oh yeah, actually no, I have a PlayStation, have a PlayStation now. now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually watch Blu-ray discs now. <laughs> I can actually watch. Yes. And I I have never watched a single Blu-ray disc in my entire life just because I, no. everything some one way or another pops up on the streaming services. Uh, or you can just buy digitally on your PlayStation as well. Like you, you can Are do you either like, or. Like, they've got like enough apps. You can just rent a movie while like Google Play or or like there's a Telstra thing here that I usually get rent movies from if I really want one. Yeah. Um, it's so much easier watching it at home, anyways. But I forgot that's a that's a great use for a PlayStation. Now that I have yeah. one that takes exactly. discs, um, no, exactly saves me I'll... from playing the same game again and again. I know we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely talk about Elden Ring at, at some point. I could just yes. want to talk about the boys, like the boys again. Same thing. No spoilers because I have no not spoilers, seen this yeah. season. It's it's really great. Like I think this is so far there. This only the third season, but so far the best season. Like it's just 
ramps up each episode. Each episode, the way it ends is like wanting you leaves you wanting more. You're uh-huh. like, yes. oh my god, I need I need the new episode like now today, and and they did a good job of that. Like I, I'm surprised that they're able to find more things in the story to talk about, which is just yeah. crazy. Like I I keep thinking, what I'm like, all right, they've done this, they've already done this stuff. Like what what will they do this time? <laughs> and then somehow they find a way to do something new. So, boys, amazing. Umbrella I'm- Academy new season, same thing. Awesome, watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's really fun. It, I, I I'll say that it's not like as good as the other seasons. Definitely okay. still worth your time if you if you enjoy Umbrella Academy. I I am just looking forward to seeing Butcher with powers in the boys, and that is not a spoiler because it was in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, again, I won't. I won't. Don't say anything. Yeah. Don't say. I cannot. I'm I'm waiting for a few more to drop so I can watch them all together in one weekend. But we yeah. will see how that goes. Cannot yeah, and no, we'll do like a proper. Review one, yeah. of swords, but I think I think overall I can definitely say it's like amazing. It's, I I uh, want to talk I want to talk a little bit about when we do uh the next one we can talk about Moon Knight as well because I did watch it but I feel like that's gonna be a larger conversation as well. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I think that was kind of the tipping point for me when it comes to Marvel shows right now. Of like, I'm pretty much <laughs> done. I do not. I like. I want to watch Miss Marvel at some point. Yeah. Right now, I'm just. I'm just done. Like I. I don't, that's why I like stuff like The Boys or Umbrella Academy because they are kind of like, you know, graphic novel, comic book based, but there's something new, just something different for, for a little right. bit. And like, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to watch Miss Marvel at some point. Like, it's not like I, I right. won't because at some point I know me, I'm going to, I need to catch up on all of them. That's why I watch like Hawkeye, all that stuff. But like yeah. right now I'm like, you know what? No, I've watched The Boys, <laughs> Umbrella Academy. I'm, I'm reading a cool comic book right now. Stranger Things as well is really good. I'm like very much Perfect. done with with these with the superhero uh, shows right now. Yeah, well, I'm I'm running I'm running behind. Like I still haven't watched Hawkeye, but I'm slowly running through these because I'm just I don't want to use too much brain power really. But there's a few movies out that it looks like I need to watch, so um, I have to go. I'll go find the Joker movie and the Batman movie. Yeah, watch the Joker one first. Obviously, they they have, they're not related in any way. But yeah. the Joker one, I think, is just a very different experience. It's not necessarily... It's, don't even you, you can't even look at it as a superhero movie. It's like... Okay. It's its own thing. And it's a very cool story that deals with real problems. So, like, that's the cool thing on DC. And when you see what they do in Joker and the Batman, that's when you see DC's power over Marvel. That DC is yeah. able yeah. to talk about some really dark stuff and is able right. to come up with a cool story. Whereas Marvel is always... You know, yeah, it's 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 kind of like I I remember you and I talked about the um the Captain America and and the Falcon the Falcon one the Falcon and the Winter Soldier yeah, yeah, yeah. show yeah. how the last episode where everything happened and it yeah. was basically Captain America talking to a bunch of I think they were politicians the, the politicians and they were reporters as well it's like it's like you wrote the whole script but then then somebody was like I can't write any more speeches just yeah, exactly. something on the spot and I'm like this was supposed to be his like you know, coming home moment. Exactly. And you couldn't write a speech? Get the guy who wrote the Independence Day speech that we still quote. Yeah. Like, how is this so hard? Yeah, so that, that's kind of how I, watch, I view Marvel now. Yeah. When you see Joker, you're like, wow, this is, this is crazy. I, I think your your homework needs to be to go watch Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness because I want to talk about Yeah, it. it's on Disney Plus that, now. This feeds in exactly there as well because... I feel like there's a conversation that Marvel has had with Moon Knight 
that I'm not sure why it took us till moon night to have that conversation. So I'm not going to go any further. I think, I think go watch that when we record next, hopefully we'll try to do a session on, um, on these two. Um, and, uh, and what else we've seen? I know. I think moon night, we definitely have to have like a proper breakdown and, and spoiler cast yeah. as well, because yes. there's like a lot to, I, I actually don't know if they're making a, a sequel. Or like a, I think a they are. Season. I think I okay. read somewhere that they are, but you never know, right? Yeah, um, no, exactly. It, it it ended that it sounds like they will be, but that's why I wanted to do Moon Knight and Doctor Strange together because I feel like there's themes there that I'm not sure. Uh, I I'm 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 I I like the 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 tackling of them as it were. Yeah, I mean, I I just I just want a Daredevil TV show at this point. I know they're kind of working on it in the background or something's <laughs> happening. Like, I think that's the only thing that will get me back to Marvel TV shows right now. Like, I was so excited for Thor, but yeah. right now I'm just, I'm just so checked out. I'm very excited about Thor, actually. I really want to go watch it. Yeah, no, um, I, I want to watch it too, but I honestly, right, I, actually, I'm, I don't know why, but Top Gun Maverick is doing something to me. I don't know why that movie looks so good, even though I'm is, not a big Top Gun fan. Okay, no, I have now heard from so many sources that that is definitely a movie worth watching. And I tried to I tried to get tickets last weekend, but they were like all good seats were gone. So I ended up watching Jurassic World Dominion instead, and I have no idea why I did that because that was two hours of my brain that I just wasted. I've heard um, terrible things about that movie about I, Jurassic uh, World. What I don't know what that movie is. I don't know what they were thinking, um, and I like the other ones, but I'm just going with what are you talking like. I think you just need to watch it and then uh, wait wait for it to come on streaming and then watch it. Yeah, yeah. But um I I'm I'm still I'm still thinking back to that movie going you could have edited this to like an hour 20 minutes at best. Yeah. Like it did not have to be 2 hours long cuz that's like a big chunk of our life for something that was useless. Yeah, and I'm I mean I'm I I this is like moments where I feel like maybe People like some people are auto check with what what these movies are because like right. I don't I from what I read is is terrible. I didn't even watch the second one. The the I've watched the first Jurassic World, but I haven't seen the next one. And obviously, I haven't I haven't seen Dominion. I, I like the second one. I thought the second one ended on a very great note. Okay. And I thought it could have gone to really exciting places, and I feel like where they went was the stupidest thing of it all. But I see that's the thing with Jurassic World Dominion, right? The thing is that it came out and it made all kinds of money. Yeah. Even though it's getting like horrible reviews. No. So for me, it's the, like, are these the people that are going in thinking the movie's good, then coming out being like, yo, what the hell was this? Or yes. are these people seeing reviews and being like, I don't care. Whatever. It's Jurassic World, it's dinosaurs, it's action. That's all I want to watch today. I I was one of the first uh, in the first lot thinking, oh, this might be good, and going, why did I waste my time? But I actually read somewhere that one of the producers has made a statement about how, you know, this movie will just usher in a new era for Jurassic Park. I'm like, really? You're going to keep making more movies now? I think Jurassic Park should have been done a while back. But obviously, I mean, look, again, we're saying (laughs) this. The concept's still relevant. I get it. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? Like, I know, like, like, I'm saying this, but again, Jurassic World came out. It made a billion dollars Jurassic World yeah. The Fallen King the second one came out made a billion dollars this one probably going the same route so obviously the yeah. business people are like dude you don't know what you're talking about right so obviously <laughs> this is making money but in terms of obviously the movie being good or not it, it definitely is not something that 
we need it <laughs> or anyone needs it. This is this the these are these were my exact words after I finished watching the movie. How was the best part of the movie Jeff Goldblum? And his stupid Okay, I'm jokes. glad that he's the best part. <laughs> he is he is literally the best part of the movie and his you know like his stupid jokes which you know him for. And I'm like how how is this? That's actually I did not know but Jurassic World the the first one yeah. from this new series um is one of the highest grossing movies of all time at 1.6 billion so it's like what? seventh in the rank of highest grossing films of all time so like actually, i said you know you know what i actually no but, <laughs> but, I, but i actually like the first one like i wouldn't mind going back to watch it again that irrespective of um claire wearing heels the entire time which still astounds me um it, it it was still like one of the good Jurassic Park movies like i actually really enjoyed it and i mean that kind of what made uh chris obviously after Guardians of the galaxy that kind of solidified him as like the action, the action star that star. everyone let's make him mario now you know that that's what started it off i guess like he's in like a lot of this action stuff like the the tomorrow world or something on amazon yeah, prime that as was well yeah that's bad I don't know what the hell what that was. I don't know who came up with the concept or whatever, but somebody must have thought this was a great, great idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jurassic World, I just want to leave everybody with that thought. Um, wait for it for streaming. Definitely not worth your money in the theaters. Unless you want yeah. two hours and you, you know, maybe you want to chill with the kids or whatever. I can understand that. But don't expect anything good out of it. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm not excited for it i might it might be one of those movies that i might have if i have nothing else to watch i'll be like yeah you know what yeah. let's put this on i mean I, i would definitely watch it once it comes on streaming that's that would be my suggestion wait until it pops up on something yeah i think i, I for in, in terms of you know any other stuff that i also kind of want i also kind of watched recently um i'll probably save this for another episode but you know stranger yeah. things season 4 part 1 yeah. um i'll give you a chance to see if you want to get back into the show and watch it all the way um up to that point I do I do I am I'm about a season behind at the moment and I yeah, really so do four, need to get into it. Like season 4 part 1 is is really great. I mean if if you like stranger things this is just more um like I'm not really going to go in because it's such a it's kind of like game of thrones and and some of the other shows right you don't want to even talk about anything in, in terms of premise so I won't even mention anything but I'll just say that yeah like yeah. it's worth your time. I'm looking forward to part 2. or like yeah. the two episodes that will come out to kind of end the season. I I think this was supposed to be the last season, but then the popularity was so huge that they I think they're doing another season next year. Which is fine yeah. like just uh, as long as you tell your story and it's done well, just yeah, make any any as many seasons as you want. The I'm not one that fast about it, but I do need to get into it. Yeah. The one the one movie that I didn't want to talk about is Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is a film with Nicolas Cage yeah. and Pedro Pascal, and this is it was so funny it was surprisingly funny nicolas cage is literally being nicolas cage and making fun of himself for everything that we know him for everything that has happened you know all that stuff it was just so funny that like nicolas cage was so like obviously in terms of him acting and all that stuff was just so very self aware and like you know there's obviously like a little bit of truth in everything that he's kind of doing because he's kind of <laughs> like talking about himself as he is now and you know how he has to like obviously like take on like random jobs and obviously it was a known fact beforehand that he was like taking on a lot of jobs to pay off a lot of debt he owed to the the IRS and everything and he can like around the time the movie came out he even said that he was like fully debt free which is you know obviously made everyone extremely excited but 
the same time, the fact that we are seeing him in a proper, like, you know, coming to theaters kind of a film after a very long time. And it was this, this is like the film that he chose. It's just, and it was a good film as well. It was a good, funny film. And Pedro Pascal, as always, is so funny. They are, for me, Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal, if they do more comedies together, they are like The Rock and Kevin Hart. Like they are, they, I don't know how, but they work so well with each other. And the comedy and everything was so funny that I'm like, I need more Nicolas Cage comedies. Like Nicolas Cage has done so much serious acting. He's won an Oscar. He should just be like, you know what? He's I'm going to do comedy from now. Yeah, yeah, he won an Oscar like in the, in the 90s, like for leaving Las Vegas, I think. Oh, wow. I yeah, like, I, I, just, I really do want to watch this movie, actually. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's really so worth things. it. It's a very interesting film. It's, it's you know, it's, it's got like everything that you would expect. And it's just got Nicolas Cage just being himself, but just <sighs> doing such a good job. And like, I'm just like, I'm a full on Nicolas Cage fan now. I'm just like, yep. Like kind of like Brendan Fraser, when Brendan Fraser started right. making a comeback. Same thing with Nicolas Cage. I'm like, yep, bring him back, please. Yeah. Like give this person like more stuff put him in a marvel film like do something yeah no i mean I, and even pedro pascal's um profile has risen so much lately you see him he's in a very good comedic stuff. actor and yeah we never really gave him credit for it. like he he got popular with what game of thrones and narcos initially yeah so it's really nice to see him in like obviously mandalorian is like one of his biggest ones he's he's in last of us which is also going to be relatively serious um that movie that came out on Netflix a few months ago, um, where done by Judd Apatow, where they were all oh, like yeah, trying yeah, to shoot bubble. a movie, the bubble. Yeah. Um, honestly, Pedro Pascal, one of the better parts of the movie, like his yeah, his no, comedic definitely. acting, his timing, like all of that. So I'm yeah. I'm fully behind it. I do need to watch this one. No, exactly. If you get a chance, definitely worth it. Definitely sounds good. The uh, the other series I do need to finish is Halo. Because yeah, I, I mean, no matter what you say, I really liked what I've seen so far. So I'm really looking forward to finishing it. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely let me know what you think about, about yeah. Halo. Like, I've, I've we get to a it. session on Halo, actually, now that you've actually done the, done the games as well. It'd be nice to talk about Halo at some stage. Yeah, I know we'll definitely go more in depth w- with Halo. We'll definitely do that next time. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave the other stuff for next time, like yeah, the offer. Yeah. Uh, Legend of Ox Mac and I like these are all good shows but we'll talk about the next time but thank you everyone for joining it really means a lot please email us at fresh off the screen podcast at gmail.com that's fresh off the screen podcast at gmail.com all the all the links and the email will be in the description below uh, let us know what you're watching let us know what you think about the new Doctor Strange film before we do our kind of spoiler-ish or review for it we'll love to know what you think and also let us know what you think about the new Jurassic World film too thanks so much everyone and we'll see you next time bye see ya